0: Janice, star one,
1: time mute. That would be a great idea to do. Good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Janice M., and I am a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. And today is Friday. It is July the 22nd, 2016. Today we're reading from Chapter 6 into action, and we are on page 84. We're going to read the first paragraph of context, and we're going to go right into the second paragraph, starting Step 10, and we'll focus our, our shares on that paragraph. Now, today's readers are the 12 steps, Esther F., the 12 Traditions, um, who is for the 12 traditions? Perhaps you know who you are. Carmella G. Oh, oh Carmella G. <laughs> Good morning, Carmella. Okay. Um, Elaine, and these are our readers for the text Elaine B., Katie G., and Nancy H. Okay. The reference number for yesterday. July 21st, which was Wednesday, is 8934. That's 8934. Okay, the OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contribution, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, public movement, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues, our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the twelve steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose, OA's fifth tradition states each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. That a vision for you big book study. Our message is people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. All right. I have to find out. Golly. All right. Wood, I will now ask Esther. F, to please read the 12 steps.
0: Good morning. This is Esther F. from Cleveland, Ohio. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater, thank, thank God. Uh, the 12 steps, number one, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continue to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, thought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry it out. And twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for letting me do service, and I passed.
1: And thank you, Esther F. Okay, I will now ask Carmela G. to please read the OA-12 tradition. Good morning. This is Carmella G. from New York. Thank you for
0: allowing me to do service. Our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon... Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, less promises of money, properties, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group has no opinion on outside issues. Hence, the OA name would never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, film, television, and other public media of communication. And twelve, Anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you, and I pass.
1: And thank you, Kamala G. This is how our meeting works. Pardon me. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then... And for readers, it's six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star 1 to unmute. And once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star 1 to mute your phone. Now, in order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone, except the speakers, should be muted. Okay, today we are going to resume our study in the big book on page 84. And uh, we're going to ask, I'm going to ask, please, Elaine B. to start reading on page 84, paragraph 1 for context and continue, and share on paragraph 2, ending with love and tolerance of others. Is our code. Good morning, Elaine.
0: Good morning, Janice. Thank you so much for your service. This is Elaine B. Recovered in Massachusetts. Are these extravagant promises? We think not. They are being fulfilled among us, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. They will always materialize if we work for them. This brings us to step 10, which suggests we continue to take personal inventory and continue to set right any new mistakes as we go along. We vigorously commenced this way of living as we cleaned up the past. We have entered the world of the spirit. Our next function is to grow in understanding and effectiveness. This is not an overnight matter. It should continue for our lifetime. Continue to watch for selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, and fear. When these crop up, we ask God at once to remove them. We discuss them with someone immediately and make amends quickly if we've harmed anyone. Then we resolutely turn our thoughts to someone we can help. Love and tolerance of others is our code. So we're focusing our comments on the second paragraph here, but we're led into it by these will always materialize if we work for them and this is the beginning of the work that's required step 10 11 and 12 of course we work all the steps using those and um, the promises are all the wonderful promises of the ninth step that will come true if we do this work and we keep doing it every day for the rest of our lives it's not an overnight matter it should continue for a lifetime so the paragraph we read uh, talks about what we need to do, continue to take personal inventory and set right any new mistakes as we go along, why we need to do it, and I'm going to focus on my share on that. And then how the clear-cut instructions of how we can live life <laughs> happy, joyous, and free one day at a time when our dis-ease, our discomfort, our maladjustment to life <laughs> shows up. I want to read on page 66 the first paragraph that says it is plain that a life which includes deep resentment leads only to futility and unhappiness. To the precise extent that we permit these, do we squander the hours that might have been worthwhile? But with the alcoholic whose hope is the maintenance and growth of a spiritual experience, this business of resentment is infinitely grave. We have found that it is fatal. For when harboring such feelings, we shut ourselves off from the sunlight of the spirit. The insanity of alcohol returns and we drink again. And with us, to drink is to die. The 10th step is something that people say, do I really have to do it? Do I have to keep doing it? Do I have to do it every day? Well, if we want to maintain our recovery and not pick up the food, this is what we have to do. Because, um, you know, life is going to still show up. We've only made a beginning. We have new things that are going to be coming up every day. Um, And this program of action helps us discover just what our issues are. In the 12 and 12 on page 90, it says it is a spiritual axiom that every time we are disturbed, no matter what the cause, there is something wrong with us. We can't play the blame game anymore. We can't point our finger. We can't get into the future and fantasize how it should be. And we can't get in the past and reminisce and ruminate over how it was we need to stop squandering those hours and use these tools that we've been given that I'm sure will be unpacked a lot more uh, during this meeting and, and as you work with a sponsor. But we do need to um, to keep investigating so that we can remain unblocked, we can remain um, free from our daily obsession and have that daily reprise. And as we do, another promise comes true that we're able to build around us a community that we crave as we reach out to people to share our 10-step who can give us feedback, trust us honestly, practice the principle of anonymity, and help us get back in alignment. What a beautiful community. And uh, happy anniversary of Vision for you. you got me here. Thanks so much. With that, I pass.
1: Well, thank you so much, Elaine B. Okay, we're going to take our time, and uh, we're going to focus our shares. On um paragraph two, page eighty four. Who would like to share for about three minutes?
0: DC
2: I Re- she- M- Melissa Renata. Kimberly-,
1: okay. Kimberly L. But well, I'm gonna just tell you who I heard because um sometimes we come in together. Okay, I heard Bella. I heard Renata. And I forgot already. Go ahead. Well and who else? Nancy H. H. Let's do Nancy H. Let's just take four because I want to hear Nancy H. and we can listen in. please go ahead, Bella. Bella star one to yes. unmute
3: you. Good morning. Thank you very much. Good morning everybody. My name is Bella Chi and I am a thankful recovered compulsive overeater. Thank you, Janice, for doing this service, and thank you very much, everybody on the line. Wow, such a wonderful, wonderful paragraph. Um, love and tolerance of others is our code. Yes, thank you, God, that this is today my car, my code, love and tolerance. You know, before the program, I I didn't love myself. I I was connected to my ego, so I couldn't love myself, I couldn't accept myself, I couldn't respect myself, I didn't trust myself, so if so, I couldn't love others, I couldn't trust others, I couldn't respect others. Thank you, God, thank you, God. Today, by living the steps one day at a time, I am connected to a loving, accepting pow- power, Yes, thank you, God. Today, I don't have to prove myself. I don't have to prove my existence. So today, I don't have to be a people pleaser. And today, I don't have to prove why I am here in this world. And thank you, God. Today, I learned to love myself, to accept myself, and to love myself. Not because I am perfect and not because one day I will be perfect. Because I am human. And by loving myself, I can love others. By, by respecting myself, I can respect others. And yes, today by doing step 10, I don't, I don't feel embarrassed or ashamed. Because I know, yes, I, am, I did a mistake. I will do mistakes, and thank you, God, I have the opportunity to learn new way of thinking and new way of behaving. Thank you, God, that today love and tolerance is my code. Thank you for letting me share, and I pass.
1: Well, thank you so much, Bella G. Okay, Renata G., it's your turn. Star 1 to unmute. Renata? Well, we'll get back to Renata. I think she may be having te- you know, technical difficulty. How about Nessa R., you're up.
0: Hi, good morning, a vision for you. This is uh, Nessa R., uh, Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Toronto, Canada. I love Step 10. To me, Step 10 is the embodiment of recovery. Um, recovery is a psychic change, a personality change. And a personality is the way I think, which drives the way I feel, the way I speak, and the way I act. And if my thoughts change, my way of thinking changes, then the way I feel changes, the way I speak changes, the way I act changes. And, you know, for four and a half decades, I practiced a way of thinking that was selfish and self-centered Um, full of self-will, and obviously didn't serve me well. And now I have learned in steps one through nine a new skill set, a new way of thinking. But if I'm going to internalize it, if it's going to become part of my very being, if it's going to become second nature to me, if it's going to displace the selfish and self-centered way of thinking, I need to practice it. You know, and the more I practice it, the better I get at it, and it becomes my, my new nature. And that is indeed the personality change. And that's what step 10 does. We practice, you know, the skills that learn um, in steps one to nine over and over and over and over. And the more I do it, the better I get at it, like riding a bike, you know. You know, I don't learn to ride a bike just the first time I can drive, I can ride it without the training wheels. Um, I'm so very wobbly, I'm so very unsure and unbalanced, but the more I ride, the better I get, the more proficient I get at it. And this is what step 10 does with the new thought process so that when life happens and I become restless, irritable, and discontented, you know, my default is not anymore, oh, poor me, they shouldn't have done that, if only people would change, if only they would do this or that in this way or that way. Now my new way of thinking is, okay, Nessa, you know, where are you being selfish or speaking dishonest or fearful? Have you harmed others? You know, we need to, uh, we need to correct all this. And that is the, this is the default. This is the default now that I have practiced step 10 diligently every day. There's not a day that passes that I don't do a step 10. Um, and, and this is how I grow in effectiveness and understanding and
1: stay recovered when I pass.
2: Well, thank you, Ah, Okay, Renata G., did you get back yet?
1: Huh? Yes,
2: thanks, Janice. Thank you for your service. I had to call in again. Good morning, family. This is Renata G., Recovered Compulsive Reader in Istanbul. How perfect is this for me? I had a big resentment come up this morning, you know, and uh, my experience is that when I have a resentment, you know, then I feel you know, like, for example, today, anger, right? And I get disconnected, I feel disconnected from my higher power. And then I start to feel alone. And it feels very dark and very scary, very quick, you know, and so the same promises that we just read, all of them just vanish, you know, and so but by going through the steps, I've learned a skill set that brings me back into living those promises on a daily basis as long as I'm willing to do the work. You know, and the big book tells us right here what we need to do. And those are the same, the very same actions that I took this morning. You know, I asked God to remove the resentment, looked at my part, where was I being, you know, selfish, dishonest, self-seeking, and frightened. And then there's such great freedom that comes to that. And I know I need to share that with someone else because, you know, that gives me a little bit more of humility and it might be helpful to someone else too. And, uh, you know, what I know today is that, you know, by doing this work, by getting this far, right, with the steps, that mental obsessional, Obsession with the food has been removed and so therefore I'm not triggering the allergy of the body. Okay, great But my will, you know, that's what you know makes me human It's always gonna be there and my will will always try to get its own way You know, there's always that little fight Between my self-will and God's will and by doing the steps then I'm brought back to peace and serenity, you know and uh The big book says also that it's a, you know, it's a lifetime job. You know, recovery is not an event. It's, you know, it's a process. And thank God I know that in my heart. And the best thing I can do today is persevere with this work, and then I can live a life free and happy and joyous. Thank you very much, and I pass.
1: And thank you so much, Renata G. Okay, Nancy H., you're up. Yes, good morning, Janet. Good morning,
4: everyone. Can you hear me? I can. Okay. Uh, this is Nancy H. Uh, from Massachusetts, a newly recovered compulsive overeater, And this is a good one for me because um, once I completed the first nine steps and had a spiritual awakening, I realized how vital it is for me to, you know, continue the work. There's no graduation from this program. So if we try to rest on our laurels, you know, I'm in trouble of, I'm in uh I can stand to get in trouble and, and pick up the food again. So here we are at step 10 is a way to clear up our mistakes on a daily basis. And step 10 for me is doing, you know, basically steps four through nine. And it's the new method of living that makes me maintain my relationship with myself and with my higher power. So um, I listen and trust to the process. People are telling me that it becomes automatic after I've practiced it for a while. So I've been practicing it for a little while, and um, it's amazing what, what that does for me. I uh, I call someone and thinking that, you know, I'm just doing it because that's what it tells me to do, and somebody reminds me of something I've totally forgotten, and then I'm able to go on and ask what God would have me be. And, you know, to I've, once I had to be reminded to say the fear prayer or the resentment prayer, and... The resentment prayer is found on uh, page 68. In the, I mean, the fear prayer is found on page 68. And the resentment prayer is found on page 67. And those are the two prayers that get me back to where I have to be so that I can have the willingness to call someone. And um, each time I've tried to call someone, I've come out to the other side with an answer to the problem after examining my part and seeing how I was selfish, self-seeking, dishonest, afraid and inconsiderate. And this spot check inventory, I didn't realize how important it was because I can just kind of poo-poo things under the rug and say, it's not that important. I can deal with this myself. And every time I do that, I get into festering a little longer in my resentment or my fear. So um, I want to stay recovered. Um, Before I call somebody, I say the prayer and then I ask God to remove the resentment, and I that shows me what needs to be done, and whether I have an amends to make or not. I can, I need to do that right away. And once having processed this with another member, you know, I can go through and if I'm still feeling something, I can throw myself into helping another person, so that I get the mind, you know, the mind off of my selfishness and my self pity. So for today, that's a, a working progress for me, and um, I'm trying to. Make sure that I don't rest on my laurels because it's very easy for me to say, well, I'll deal with that later, and that doesn't usually work. So I'm I'm learning what the proper process is, and I'm grateful that I have this process to use so that I don't get myself into trouble and disconnect from my higher power. So thank you for letting me share, and thank you for doing service, Janice. And thank I pass. You so-
1: oh, okay. Thank you so much, Nancy H. Okay. We're ready to... Um- It's another group. Who would like to share on this second paragraph on page 84? Melissa
5: C. Melissa S.
1: Melissa S. Lynn S.
6: Katie D. Naomi B. Lynn S.
1: Lynn S. I heard.
6: Tina S. Naomi B.
1: Uh, um, Tina S. Tina S. And Naomi B. That's what I'm taking now. And then we'll take another group. Uh, Melissa C. Please go ahead.
5: Hi, good morning, everyone. It's Melissa C. Recover, Compulsive Overeater in New York. Um,
7: you know, when I
5: see the words enter the, spirit, enter the world of the spirit, um, you know, it sounds kind of dreamy and magical, somehow unreal, like a fantasy. Um, you know, but right before that is vis- vigorously commenced, which tells me that there's work. Um, this is because in order to live this dreamy, beautiful life, I can't live in a fantasy. You know, selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, and fear, they will crop up. It doesn't say if it crops up, but when it crops up. Um, you know, and I once thought that if I got thin and got released from the pull of the food, then all the difficulties of life would go away. But I'm imperfect, you know, and I'm surprised, and so is everyone around me. And just because I'm willing to have God remove all my defects, doesn't mean that they no longer exist, you know, that would be magic. Um, But today, when I am disturbed about something, and I'm learning even trivial things like, you know, my mother-in-law, my husband, my my kids, um, normal things, um, these have the power to kill me, you know. When I'm disturbed about something that's trivial, today, um, I have a template for living. I don't have to run to the food, um, or to denial, you know, because I'm disturbed. Um, and I don't have to allow the disturbances to fester. You know, I have a template today and I, I turn to God first. I ask it to be removed. Um, I don't ask God to change those people, you know. I don't ask God to uh, somehow make uh, my husband take up after himself or make my kids listen to everything I say. Um, I ask God to help me change myself. You know, I look to find my part. Um, I discuss them at once, but not in a way that I used to discuss them. You know, I used to find people that would listen to me and agree with me. Um, today I discuss them so that people can help me identify my part. Um, You know, where am I dishonest, selfish, resentful, fearful? I have a network of recovered friends who don't give me a line of crap that tells me that I'm right. You know, I make amends. That's change and restitution. And and then I find someone to help. You know, this is how I can enter the world of the spirit. And it, it is work, but for me there's two alternatives, work, this work or death. You know, it's that simple, and I want to live this dreamy life. Um, thank you. With that, I'll pass.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Melissa C. Melissa C. Now it's Lynn S. It's your turned. Is it Good Lynn S? Good morning.
8: F? This is Lynn S., a recovering compulsive overeater in Toronto, Canada. I can't tell you how excited I am that the big book is coming alive for me again this week. It's the first week back from holidays, and at first I didn't want to listen to A Vision for You, but that's what you do, and uh, it's just coming alive, and especially this particular paragraph right now, I see the word continue, and it's highlighted four times here for me, and it's it's exciting for me. Instead of saying, oh, no, there's more work to do, I'm going, oh, my goodness, this is great. This is great. I get to continue this. There's something, it's like a new door is open. There's something to do, and I get to do this, and by doing this, I I get another level of recovery, which is so welcome to me right now, which is so much what I want, and and vigorously commencing something, it's almost like I've got a project. I, I don't know why this is so exciting for me right now, but it it is. It's like a whole new uh, world again has opened up for me. And that's the most amazing thing that I'm discovering about program is it is a process. It's something that I'm going to be doing every day for the rest of my life. And it doesn't have to be stale and it doesn't have to be, oh, here we go again, but there are, moments, um, there are moments when program really touches my heart and really resonates with me. And it's so profound because when I was away on my holidays, I had the unique experience of, of having a close relationship with people, which is ever so difficult for me. And, and coming home, I'm having a little bit of a struggle with relationships with people. And I read this. And I, I just got a text from a family member, and then I read this, and I think, Thank you, God. I have a way of coping with this text. I have a way of dealing with this family member that I never would have had before, which will open up, open up a new possibility, open up another way of doing it. Continue to allow me to develop the best possible relationships with people. I am just so grateful for program. And can't wait for the meeting to be over frankly so i can get on with this so thank you very much with that i'll pass
1: and thank you ns thank you tina s it's your turn thanks
9: janice okay thanks janice for your service uh well you know i love the previous share that with the excitement, because that's what I feel today—the excitement—and I hear it on the line. Everybody wants wants a chance at this paragraph, which is so very cool, you know. Uh, and because we've done the work, you know, so and we want to continue, and that's where the for me the energy comes, you know. And one of the things that I really like about this is in this paragraph, as several and throughout the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, the word suggest comes up and uh, and I love what I hear in certain speakers, you know, that's the good and the bad news. The good news is that these are suggestions. The bad news that's the only suggestions we have. And you know, and my experience is a lot of people confuse the tenth step with the nightly and the eleven step. And I say that because I was one of them a while many years ago when I first came into recovery. You know, and thank you God today I don't have to work wait till night time to do this still so that I get some relief and You know and other people have already shared it you know this is the start you know this is um you know this is the way of of life today you know as we cleaned up the past i like that it says that you know because once i start making those amends you know then i go on to 10. you know i don't wait till i'm done because you know god presents opportunity in the ninth step and that may be for my my experience was 20 years later so um you know i don't want to wait 20 years to go on to step 10 and uh and, you know, and one of the things I also know that it, this is a continuing thing. And it says we entered the world of the spirit. You know, the door's open. The door's open. And my next function or purpose, you know. And, and, and it's hard to, sometimes for me to know that I want, you know, that I need to be effective and understanding, you know. And the good news about that is, is today I'm somewhat understanding and effective. And, and that's progress for me. And also it's, it's a growing thing. You know, it's growing. I can't stand still. I'm growing here through this step. And, um, you know, I love that there are five steps to do this 10-step, and I have to do all five, watch, ask, discuss, make, and turn to get the results, you know. And um, and I love what was shared earlier about love and tolerance because that's my code. And, you know, that's I don't always want to do that, but once I'm finished doing a 10-step, I'm ready to be loving and tolerant. And with that, I'll pass. Thanks. Great meeting.
1: And thank you so much, Tina S. Okay, we're going to take our time so we don't have to worry, you know, if we can get in. But we're going to call on Naomi B. next. Please, Naomi, it's your turn.
6: Hi, Janice. Good morning. Can you hear me okay?
1: I can hear you well.
6: Thank you, Janice. Thank you for your service. Good morning, my family, my fellow visionaries. This is Naomi B., a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater outside Philadelphia. Ah, oh, this 10th step. Oh, my gosh. This has just saved my life as as with the previous nine. Usefulness to others. Wow. That just blows the lid off, this selfish person, selfish, self-centered person. Oh, my gosh. This is, this, this is amazing, absolutely amazing. We vigorously commence this way of living as we clean up the past. We've entered the world of the spirit. This is amazing. It takes me out of myself. And, and continue. And then this is great. When? When, not if, but when these things crop up. And it does. Living, living every day. It's okay when you're out in the world and you're with strangers, but when, like, the, the expression, the rubber hits the road when you're in your house. So there would be a time that I would be out shopping, and my husband would say, get X, Y, and Z. Well, I would add A to that, and I'd come in the house, and he'd say something, and I'd go off like in a banshee. Okay, I thought, this is not going to work. This is not good, because he really is a sick man. Sick man's prayer, love at the pieces. So before I'd get out of the car, I'd ask God to please, please remove any kind of selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, and fear. And I would go in the house, and I'd say to him, I hope you don't mind. This is what I bought. And he'd say, no, it's fine. And it's like, wonderful, wonderful. The miracle happened. There's no arguing, there's no bickering, and it's done. And this love and tolerance of others is our code. Wow. I mean, just because we're abstinent and we have a program, the world doesn't. And when we're out there, whether we're shopping or whatever we're doing, we have to face people, and it's not always pretty. But we have a program. We have something. I know for myself, I met with my nutritionist last night, and she said, Oh, you're doing such an amazing. No, it's not me. I said, It's God working through me. Because I once heard one of my darling spiritual brothers say, If I claim this victory, I'm going to get everything back. It's not. It's not me. It's not me. It's God working through me. Thank you so much for allowing me to share, and I pass.
1: And thank you so much, Naomi B. Okay, who else would like to share for three minutes? Leah
6: S. Leah J. Sarah H.
1: H.
10: Charles H. Minute, no.
1: Kimberly L. L. I heard Charles H. And I heard Kimberly GD. L. And that's all. And then we'll take Sarah. Okay, Leah S. S.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much, Hannah. This is Leah S from Brooklyn, New York, a recovered compulsive overeater. So we are at step ten. We can we did the big work, real big work. We did everything that the program is telling us and we're up to step ten. So that means not only did we do the reading, but we also lost our weight which is what we origin what I Leah came originally for, and uh now I'm at step ten, and um it's telling me I continue continue to write new mistakes. What do you mean? I'm making a mistake, I'm doing things that are making mistake, and then we're saying that we're going into a new way of living. And um, why do I have to go into a new way of living? Because in the past, how did this big book know that in the past I was selfish? I was not honest. I was angry and that I had fear. So these are new things, new mistakes that I might continue to make during my day, every single day. And that is the reason I am doing step 10. And then on page 76, I never forget to ask God to remove those character defects so that I can be free. I can continue to do my work. I can continue to watch whatever whatever it was that used to lead me into the food or you still lead me to this irritability that I used to have. And then when I finish that work, I go out and I help others. And what a wonderful spiritual feeling it is to continue to help others. They know exactly what I need to do for myself. And with that I'll
1: pass. Thank you. I hope you can hear me. Can can I, can you hear me? Yes, we hear, hear you? I must have got disconnected. You have to can, hear you. can you hear me now? Okay. <laughs> They call me in between, so. Okay, Larry K., you're up, my dear. Larry K. Star 1 to unmute.
7: I'm sorry, Janice. <clears throat> Thank you so much. Larry K., uh, re- recovered compulsive reader from Chicago. Um, you know, the uh, what I find, you know, it, it's not simply enough to take a step. <laughs> that, was, that was kind of the sad news for me. But, you know, that step needs to take us in the right direction and, you know, be, be made in the right way. What's the right way? Uh, I don't stand the judgment of anyone. I just follow the instructions of this this instruction manual that we're reading you know so that these steps you know they're 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 wisely organized in a in a sequential pattern you know and they're and they're designed to create you know a spiritual transformation within the the person who embarks upon them and in some ways the steps are are it's like they're carefully calibrated you know in terms of these stages of change that's what i've experienced and it ultimately, you know, it brings us into an alignment with the higher power of your own understanding. So, you know, in step 10, see, I before when I when I struggled, I struggled with these steps in the early years. And it, and looking back, it's only in hindsight. There's nothing special about me. In hindsight, I was just using whatever I could use to gain relief. And, and that was OK. I mean, in the sense that who, if you're in pain, you want relief. So we all get here in that in that regard. But but now I know that these steps, you know, even in step 10 here, we do it because stuff is going to crop up. <clears throat> it's going to crop up. And when it does, it, it gives me very specific, precise instructions. And why didn't I follow that? Well, for me personally, I was still self-centered to the extreme, you know, and now I know that I've, I've, it's OK. I can put my pride down, follow this stuff precisely. And watch what God can do for you that you couldn't do for yourself. That's what I've experienced. It's uh, thank God for Alcoholics Anonymous. With that, I'll pass. Thanks.
1: Well, thank you, Larry Kay. Okay, Charles H., you're up.
7: Thank you,
10: Janice, for your service. Charles H., a recovered uh, over here. So now we're at step 10. And this brings me to this reminds me of of one of the stories in in, in a big book called My Chance to Live. I have never yet seen a place in a big book that says, now you have completed the steps. Have a nice life. This program uh, is a plan for a lifetime of daily living. So this reminds me of um, what my man Harlan G. always says, the most unused step. You know, I hear people saying, you know, oh, yeah, Six months ago, I had a 10th step and called somebody, you must be Mother Teresa or Jesus walking up on water. I- I'm saying, I- I'm just saying, and and, and, I- and I thought the same way, and that's how I relapsed. That's how a lot of people relapse, newsflash. I mean, you know, not jumping out. I didn't continue. I didn't continue um, because <clears throat> I- I'm just starting this spiritual thing, you know, and, and the last sentence in the ninth step says, I know everybody talked about it yesterday and did such a great job. Um, they will always materialize my work for them. Let me let me let me um let me give you one of my resentments that I had. Now, you know, to start a group, um, you probably need a core of people, right? But I, I didn't I don't have a core of people where I live at. And I started a, a group in my church, um, and uh you know, and I go to groups in my area. I go to inner group. I go to all of that, and it's all good. They don't show up. I had a resentment with it. However, what I did was I meditated, and I listened to vision um, in, in my hour because my just said, you have a responsibility. Nobody show up. You stay and keep the doors open. But that's my 10th step, and I cleaned up my past. I continue. I continue to clean up my past because I'm but one man with this book in my hand in this neighborhood. And people look at me, hey, how you doing? Yeah, you play basketball and all that? I can't outrun the fork. I cannot outrun the fork. I don't care how much time I go to the gym. I could destroy it in three minutes. Destroy it. So I have to continue to grow. It's for a lifetime, man. It's a prescription for daily living. There's some things that's going to happen every single day. There's some thoughts that I have every day that I got to clean up. Right? And, you know, it, 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 and I'm gonna shut up with this because I don't need three minutes. Anything at three, three minutes and over is lip service. So if I if 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 I put the work in, I can demand the result. I can demand, and they will come. They will always materialize if I work for them. And I pass. Thanks.
1: And thank you so much, Charles H. Okay, we got. I think it's Kimberly L.
0: Yes, this is Kimberly L. Recovered compulsive writer from Georgia and I am newly recovered and when my sponsor introduced um step 10 to me when I was embarking on my ninth step amends we read we continue to take personal inventory and um set right any new mistakes as we go along and I thought gosh didn't I just do an inventory didn't I just write all of that you see Step 10 and 11 didn't really mean anything to me until I worked the steps as outlined in the big book. And I've mentioned this before in the past, that I have been around the rooms for, you know, 28 years or so, and I've never worked the steps as outlined in the big book. And it hasn't been until now that I see what step 10 means because selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, and fear come up all day long. You know, I'm very grateful that they come up less often than they used to come up, um, but they still continue to come up. So I have to have a way and a process in which to work through it. And that's what step 10 outlines. And this is what I do. And it says that we vigorously commenced. I mean, I have to be honest. After I was done working through, um, through up through now, I thought, gosh, when do I get a break? You know, when do I get to to lighten up on some of this. And um, to be honest, the work is a little bit more intense now than it's been because I have to continue to watch for these things. And if I don't, I'm going to eat again. I know that. Um, so I just um, am extremely grateful for this process, and I'm extremely grateful for the willingness, and with that
1: I passed. Well, thank you, Kimberly L. Okay, Sarah W., it is your turn.
11: Good morning Janice. Thank you for your service. Good morning, Vision for You. Sarah W, Grateful Recovered, Compulsive of Reader. Um, <clears throat> it's it's such a very important um part of the program, step ten. Um and you know, I wanted to discuss uh, what happens when you don't continue to do to take personal inventory. Um, um I got into program in 1995, and I did uh, work through the steps uh, through the big book, but for some reason, step 10 uh, really wasn't focused on very much, and so um, I ended up uh, meeting my husband and getting married and moving to a very small um, town in in Iowa, and I left all my recovery family, and I had had wonderful abstinence and um, was working with others, and I failed to enlarge on my on my spiritual life. And this disease is very progressive. And so after five years in recovery, I, um, gained all my weight back plus, um, was really in the insanity of not only the disease of compulsive eating and gaining weight, but really in the insanity of behaviors and attitudes and outlook on life that was worse than even before, um, and demanding and everything else. And, um, What I know today is that if I become at all restless, irritable, or or discontent because at times I feel that, you know, uh, because I used food for so long and um, many other things um, to uh, inebriate myself and not deal with life, sometimes I don't know what I'm feeling or thinking, but I know when I feel uncomfortable. And so that's when I need to do something with it. I cannot ignore that. And I just, you know, I love the 12 and 12 also. I always use that with it. And I wanted to say that in the 10th step it says, pain was the touchstone of all spiritual progress. And on page 95 it says, learning daily to spot, admit, and correct these flaws is the essence of character building and good living. And that is what I have found to be true. But, you know, Uh, Although the the principle behind this step is perseverance, I find there's a lot of humility in this to have to admit and take ownership of my uh, behaviors to really look at it and not to beat myself up but to say I've done this and now I have to make it right. And for me, oftentimes what I do at the end of a spot check inventory is I go back and try to really... um, Turn my thoughts to that person that I've hurt to help them. And when I get out of myself, you know, AA teaches it so strongly, we have to get out of ourselves to get better, not focus on us all the time. And that's what I try to do today. And I'm very grateful for this step, and I know it's very, very important. And with that, I pass. Thank you.
1: And thank you so much, Sarah W. Okay, I think we have time for at least one more yeah. Katie G. Katie G. Oh. from Boston. All right, Katie. It is your turn. Please go ahead.
0: Good morning, Katie. everyone. Good morning, Janice. This is Katie G., Recovered Compulsive Overeater and actually, Kimberly Kimbolemic, starting my timer. Wow. What an incredible meeting, and thank you for sharing with such humility. I just, I'm really good. Um, when I hear examples and steps, um, and you know, this was so eloquently outlined, guys, it's the walking around steps. And uh, I hear what my brothers and sisters have said. I don't go through a day without a resentment because I, what I was taught is even at the like on my perfect day, resentment is just a judgment, right? Like I judge someone, and then they're in my court, and I'm playing God, right? So, um, I know that a sponsor told me a long time ago that if I let those resentments fester, eating will be a step up from how I feel. So step 10 for me, what I was taught is the walking around step. And, um, Yesterday, I had a resentment at my mother-in-law, and the cause was that she sent me a huge text message that I couldn't understand. It affected all aspects of my identity, and whereas I was selfish, I demanded that she communicate with me on my terms to see that I'm Prince of KDG. The lie is that I'm different, and here's the freedom, guys. The truth is I do the same thing. I do the same thing. My self-seeking is I was um, condescending, rude, judging her in my head, Like you fear not being in control, because what a surprise, guys. Katie's a controller, right? So I did this turnaround, and then I saw the magic. One of my best friends in program is always reminding me, Katie, how are you doing what they are doing? How are you like her? And guess what, guys? My mother-in-law, she wanted and deserved some attention. that's so I called her, you know, when I did this turnaround on fear of not being in control. I called her, and I gave her some time, and I thanked her, and um, and it freed me from the resentment. Now, when Hubstaby came home, and he wanted to call her again, and here's what happened, my heart started pumping again, and I could feel that discomfort. And so I let my Hubstabee have time with his mom, you know, and I wasn't jealous, and I wasn't afraid that he didn't love me because he was giving time to his mom. This is freedom, and um, I just want to close with a lot of times I thought that steps in feel better. And as one of our sisters always reminds us, it
1: sometimes
0: I get confused, but what I'm finding is that the food did, it brings me freedom because I have the willingness. to
1: You're going in and out, Katie. <clears throat> thing up and um I'm doing it with you guys one more day. God bless. Okay. Thank you Katie G. Um do we have a time for one more quick one, maybe a minute. Anyone? Leslie W. Judy S. Okay. D I don't know, who was the first one before we lose time. <clears throat> Who's the first one? Speak up. Judy S. Leslie Katie F., please, just about a minute, okay, Katie? Go ahead, Deb. Uh, this is Judy F. Go ahead, honey, just for about okay. a minute,
0: okay? Okay, yep. I just want to point out in Step 10, in the, um, in the 12 and 12, what helps me before I do anything Um, on page 90, it is spiritual axiom that every time we are disturbed, no matter what the cause there is something wrong with us. And that helps me then move into where was I selfish, dishonest, fearful? Am I? Do I have a resentment? And I, it's always about me. <laughs> if I'm disturbed, I have to look at myself. It's not about what's happening around me or what someone said or did or didn't do. And I'm so grateful to know that today. Thank you.
1: And thank you for the wrap-up, KDF. Okay, and thank you to everyone who has made this meeting possible, shared and listening. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. We will now close the reading uh, with the reading from the Big Book on page 164, followed by the Serenity Prayer. KDG. Uh, would you please read a vision for you? Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Hey,
0: this is Katie G. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. The book constantly disclose more to you and us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do to stay for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order.